Okay. I heard the Dhamma talk about the middle way. A professor suggested the middle way should be applied to Buddhism itself. E.g. not taking precepts too seriously, alcohol now and again, not meditate too much, etc. Is this right? That's not the middle way, by the way. Uh, that's the halfway. And it's quite different. Quite different. There is no halfway. Halfway is is uh, pointless, useless. You can think about it. If something is the right thing to do and brings benefit, um, well, you you might say that you have to pace yourself, but there, you know, in if alcohol is wrong, what good could be? could come of, of, of indulging in it once in a while. I think the um, the intention here is good. The idea of not pushing yourself too hard. For example, forcing something on you. you know, if you meditate too much without proper appreciation of the meditation practice. If you don't really want to meditate, meditating a lot is only so beneficial if you're not really interested in in doing something it's not really so beneficial so sometimes it's good to appreciate things before you engage in them and simply pushing yourself is is not of great benefit and you know sometimes you want to explore the reasons for doing things and the reasons for giving up things for example some people have claimed beneficial results from getting drunk or drinking alcohol in the sense that as meditators it helps them realize how ridiculous it is to drink alcohol. You know, if they were to just blindly accept the precept then they wouldn't really understand why it's awful. It's the, the, um, the theory. Um, and, and, and so the, the intention, the idea that somehow uh, one should um, should not blindly race ahead into keeping all of these rules or becoming a monk or, or, or doing intensive meditation. I, I think the intention there is a good one. But the the problem is it's a conflation of, of, of this with, with another concept and that is of uh, regression or, or um, yeah, the degradation of the mind. Because every time you drink alcohol, you degrade your state of mind, your your awareness, your clarity of mind. A meditator, who, someone who is serious in meditation, will be revolted at the very thought of drinking alcohol. Um, so the idea that the middle way could somehow be alcohol now and then is absurd to such a person. Just any alcohol whatsoever is just a revolting thought it's it's a the whole one's whole being revolts against the idea killing stealing lying cheating uh, drugs and alcohol uh, are totally have been totally given up 100% so the middle way is not halfway and in in those senses um, you know some people who will say I've heard one man say engaging in 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 karmic uh, tantric sex really helped him to come to terms with sexuality and I would say I thought about that for quite a while 
and it's a little bit difficult to refute, even though you, deep down you know you know there's something wrong with that. And what's wrong with it is that at the moment of indulging in sexuality, you're you're cultivating um, attachment to pleasure and addiction and and so on. You're you're cultivating these pleasurable states. You're encouraging them. And that has an effect on the mind. It deteriorates the state of mind. So what helps in the dealing with sexuality is the objective observation of the sexual urge when it arises, the sexual urge, the, the, the pleasurable sensations and so on, the physical um, stimulus. But the actual intention to engage in, for example, tantric sex or, or, or sex in general is going to degrade one's state of mind and the, 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 the cultivation of, of the, the desires and the, the passion um, actually hurts one's clarity it creates and, and if one is truly mindful one can't engage in it one can't give rise to sexual urges as being mindful. This is what you see when you start to be mindful, is that as soon as you cultivate clear awareness, the urge disappears. Suddenly it's no longer, because th this is what I mean by saying you, you can fundamentally misunderstand reality, uh, mis-experience, re or misinterpret uh, reality. And all it takes is a moment of clarity for you to see how to see things suddenly like a veil was lifted from your eyes um, and so for example these um, the, the, this sexuality and, and the example of drugs and alcohol so, um, they cannot be in, indulged in by someone who is, who is truly mindful the middle way is it's quite different from a halfway, you know, taking things halfway, and it's it's totally totally different. It's actually, and I've talked about this before. It's actually not really the concept of being in the middle is not really a core doctrine, in the sense that it's not something that the Buddha. Um, insisted upon or, or um, reiterated frequently. It's not something that the Buddha taught on a very frequent basis. It happens to be quite famous because it was the first discourse. But they understand, you know, one one important point that you have to keep in mind is the Buddha's audience at the time. He was dealing with people who were torturing themselves, who were doing uh, something that was was leading them to an extreme state and so he f he framed his teaching on the Four Noble Truths which he couldn't just go into teaching the Four Noble Truths right away Th they weren't in a position to to appreciate the the path that he was going to explain until he pointed out that the state that they were in was an extreme state so the un the the middle way, you know, well, first of all, just this is that it was specifically directed towards these five ascetics and towards 
adjusting their minds because they were not like any of us and they, they were totally extreme they, they were hardcore ascetics you know torturing themselves not eating and so on and so the Buddha was explaining that this was an extreme to them and then going into what was the more uh, important um, Buddhist doctrine and that, that, that everything that arises ceases you know, that, that there is no happiness to be found in um, in the objects of, of experience that it is all dukkha it's all suffering that um, the first noble truth is to, to see and to experience things as they are and to give them up now what it means the middle way is, is quite clear it's, a, it's the um, avoiding of two states and that is uh, indulgence and repression, or rather than repression, because that's a Western word, you might say um, um, rejection, you know, because this is really what asceticism was all about. It was the rejection of what they saw as a, as an extreme state, the state of hedonism, of of sensual indulgence, um, which totally corrupts the mind. So they thought, well, if that corrupts the mind, then you have to go to the other way and beat it out of yourself, torture yourself. If if happiness and pleasure is what um, leads to defilement, then the opposite, torture, must uh, be what leads to enlightenment. You know, actually intentionally causing suffering on yourself. The middle way is the avoidance of both of these things. Or in a Western sense, the avoidance of indulgence and repression. Not indulging in things, but not repressing them. Simply experiencing them for what they are um, is the best way to understand the middle way. Now, the practice of the middle way, we only get to the middle way when we are totally extreme in our practice, in the sense of, of, of practicing to the utmost degree. So... Um, getting to the point where everything is is practice where every moment of our waking life or 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 every moment of our lives day and night is meditative is the cultivation of of clear awareness that's what leads to enlightenment and so it's actually quite extreme it's not a halfway um moderate path it's the middle way which uh, is a very power. It's the eightfold noble way. The middle way is is uh, that way. It's it has to do with our um, our reaction and our interaction with experience. Uh, that that's what is meant by the middle way, not a lifestyle. It has nothing to do with a lifestyle. We should pick the lifestyle which allows us to give up everything but this. Um, a reaction to experience and so you can see how ridiculous it would be to say alcohol in moderation because it's totally inapplicable the, the middle way has nothing to do with drinking alcohol or not drinking alcohol it has to do with the experience of reality which is obviously hindered by the the taking of alcohol it's just a misunderstanding because people tend to um, intellectualize Buddhism and, and try to incorporate it into their own delusions and their own um, lives, you know, which are very much caught up in samsara as opposed to trying to become free from samsara.